Shalom and welcome to the Parsha and Purpose podcast, Rabbi Kenneth Brander's weekly insights into the Parsha. It is April 29th, April 30th of 1948, the fifth day of the Omer, Cholomoe Pesach. The city of Jerusalem is in a terrible, challenging position. The Jews living in Rechavia, or the center of the city, are cut off from the Jews living in Makor Chayim and Ramat Rachel. Arab legion troops occupy San Simon Monastery and from the top of the San Simon Monastery are able to, with sniper fire, pick off anyone that wishes to bring food to the Jews of Rechavia, to the Jews of Center Jerusalem, or the Jews in Makor Chayim or Ramat Rachel. And therefore it was decided by the Jewish fighters of the Palmach in middle of Pesach to try to capture San Simon. In fact, Katamon is actually Greek for by the monastery, by the San Simon monastery. And so what happens is 120 fighters try to besiege the San Simon monastery. One of the fighters throws a grenade into the monastery and it hits a room that is filled with fuel, creating this bright light, taking away the surprise of the darkness and allowing the Arab Legion soldiers to pick off so many of the Jewish fighters who are trying to enter San Simon. Out of the 120, 21 are killed and 83 are injured. It was decided that the remaining soldiers needed to retreat in order to be able to be used in a more effective way to help protect the civilians of Jerusalem before the formal announcement of the State of Israel. At the same time, there was concern what would happen to those who had been so severely injured that they couldn't be moved. If they would be captured by the Arab Legion, they would be burnt and destroyed. And therefore, it was decided to create the Masada of Jerusalem. The commander of the fighting unit himself had witnessed colleagues of his who were burnt by Arab Legion soldiers, himself a survivor of Auschwitz, decided that those fighters that could still leave on their own would leave with those who had been lightly wounded and the rest would stay with him and he would prepare the dynamite for the infirmary on the San Simon Monastery. And when they would be overrun by Arab fighters, he would blow it up so that the Jews would not be placed in the hands of fighters that would burn their bodies. At the same time, there were reinforcements from the Arab Legion coming from Hebron. But the Gush Etzion fighters, several days before they would be decimated, were able to fight off the Legion from Hebron and stop them from coming to reinforce the battles in Jerusalem. The Arab Legion, after hearing what happened with the fighters from Gush Etzion, decided to stop their advance on the San Simon Monastery, decided to retreat back to the old city. And so the San Simon Monastery, with only a limited amount of fighters still able to literally walk, was saved, and the Jewish populations, both in the center of town, Rechavia, and that area, as well as the Jews in Makor Chayim and Ramat Rachel, were now able to replenish the food that they needed in order to be able to survive, not only for Pesach, but afterwards. The gift of Jerusalem, the gift that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu announces that the remnants of the Jewish people from around the world will eventually return to Israel. In 2020, 47% of the Jewish people have already begun to live in the land of Israel. And by 2038, it is estimated that 74% of the population of the Jewish people will live in the state of Israel. 
1883, there were no homes in Jerusalem outside the walled city. In 2022, the joke in Jerusalem is that the national bird is the crane because there is no block in Jerusalem in which building is not happening. Once again, God proclaims through his prophets, we will build homes, we will purchase homes, fields and vineyards throughout Israel. We celebrate that gift that God has given us of bringing Jerusalem together on Yom Yerushalayim. We are now the startup nation. We have a strong economy. In 1967, there were 200,000 people living in Jerusalem. Today, there are close to a million people in Jerusalem. Yet, the challenge of Jerusalem is still in front of us. Because while Jerusalem is supposed to be a place that brings us together, and while God has done his part, as is evident like miracles that happened by the San Simone Monastery, we have not yet done our part. We have not yet come together. And even though it is a united city geographically, it is not yet a united city spiritually. There are still skirmishes by the Kotel. There are still skirmishes in the way we talk to each other. Yom Yerushalayim has to be a celebration of the gift that God has given us, but it also has to be a celebration of the responsibility that we have once God has given us this gift to do our part, how we talk to each other, how we engage with each other. It is the message of Sfirat Omer with the overlay of the new Chag of Yerushalayim, of Yom Yerushalayim. Please God, wherever we live in the world, we will celebrate the unity of Jerusalem in the way we talk to each other and about each other. And we will recognize that unity requires us to be able to understand that despite any of our differences with all the different denominations or the way we as Orthodox Jews celebrate, what we have as a united community is so much stronger. Yom Yushalayim Sameach, Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening to Parsha and Purpose. We invite you to subscribe to this series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And for those listening on Apple Podcasts, please remember to rate and review this series. Until next time, Shalom.